Welcome to Grace Capital Church Podcast, broadcasting from our Pembroke campus. Good morning, Grace Capital Church. How's everyone doing? Excited to be here? Wasn't that an incredible series, Sozo? Being saved, living saved, and the dimension of being saved. That was incredible. We had just incredible times in our life group, just discussions, and, and even just beyond the, the, the study that we were doing. And, and I'm just, it was just so incredible. Well, my, my daughter asked, Daddy, are you going to make us laugh? They, they like when Daddy makes them laugh. So I, I have this story. There was this airplane that was having some malfunctions, and it was ready to come down. There's four passengers on this airplane, only three parachutes. So the first passenger says, I'm a renowned heart surgeon, and my patients desperately need me. So he grabs one of the parachutes and jumps out of the plane. The second passenger was a rocket scientist, and he said, I'm the smartest man in the world. So he grabs one, jumps out. Two are left. One was a pope. He looks down at this 12-year-old Boy Scout and says, I've lived my life, a full life. I'm old. I'm ready to go. So you can have my parachute. 12-year-old looks up and says, Sir, there's two parachutes. The rocket scientist just grabbed my backpack and jumped out. I guess, it, I guess it doesn't take a rocket scientist to discern between a backpack and a parachute. So that's a good segue into my message this morning. As we are going to be looking at this thought of intentions and living intentional lives. My, the passage I want to look at this morning is found in Proverbs 16.25. Proverbs 16.25. This is a very meaningful scripture. This is actually a scripture that started me on my journey to know the Lord. Proverbs 16.25 says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is a way of death. You know, we all have strong opinions. Amen. You know, we've all come through different places in life. And many times, those dictate how we think, how we walk, how we, where we go. And so, you know, this scripture is really speaks of the problem that this world has. There seems to be a, a way that is right in our own eyes. How true is that for this world that we live in today? People think that they are going on the right path. But the scripture says the end of that the end of thinking that I'm on the right path is leading them 
to a place of death. And so we want to look at that. And this thought that I want to look at is this thought of good intentions. We've all had good intentions, amen? Good intentions. You know, we start out doing something with a good intention. And how often in those good intentions, they don't turn out the way that we thought they should have turned out. Something happens. Good intention. You know, when we think of good intentions, I think of people that say, someday, perhaps, hopefully, maybe. Those are good intentions. But, you know, they usually don't end up in the right place. What I want to, in contrast to good intentions, what I want to speak, what I want to focus on this morning is this thought of living intentionally for the Lord. Living intentionally for the Lord. And unlike good intentions, which could be good, which seem good in our own eyes, but end up not in the place that we want to be. But living intentionally for the Lord is that thought of today. Not hopefully, but yes, today something, something good is going to happen. That there is a purpose, that there's that I am going somewhere purposefully, intentionally, and that there is a reward that is waiting for me. It's not a hopeful thinking. It's not if something happens outside of me because it's within us. It's a Christ that lives within each one of us. We have that potential, that potential. Every one of us has a potential inside of us if we have accepted, if we have received Christ into our life. I have a, a little illustration here. This represents that in good intentions, pot with some soil, you know, good intentions, Put some fertilizer in here. Load up with some fertilizer. Hopefully something will grow. Something going to grow? No. Maybe if I put some water in it. So they water it. Good intentions, right? Something going to grow in that? No. Now, if this was an outdoor, there might be something that will grow in here, but do you think it's going to be something good? Something intended? Probably not. It'll probably grow up with weeds. And that's what, that's what the world is like. In contrast, this. Did this come out of nowhere? Did this come out with just in good intentions? Something had to be done, right? Intentionally. Something had to be planted. Something had to be, this had to be intentionally done by someone. Seeds had to be planted. Intentionally watered, intentionally cultivated. And ultimately, something was produced here. And then intentionally, you will make sure that this continues to grow. 
intentionally watering it, fertilizing it, and making it grow. And so there's the two contrasts of good intentions, nothing. Intentional life brings what? Life. Brings something purposeful. And so that's what I want to begin to look at this morning. So my first point, if you're taking notes, my first point this morning is that we need to run with a purpose. Run with a purpose. And our scripture, first scripture for this is found in 1 Corinthians. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Verses 24 to 27. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. And everyone who competes for the prize is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a perishable crown, but we for an imperishable crown. Therefore I run thus, not with uncertainty, thus I fight not as one who beats the air, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. And so here we have this thought of purposeful, purposeful living. We run a race for what reason? Do do we run a race just for the sake of running a race to feel the pain after we're finished? No. We run a race. I'm sure every one of us would run a race for what? To win to win a prize, to win that. And so is true in our Christian life. We are running a race, not just because we feel like it, but we're running a race because the Bible says there's a prize that we are to win. And you know what that prize is? That prize is that we would win Christ, that we would win Christ in our life. I love that. It says, run in such a way, in such a way that you may obtain it. Now, this is not someone that's with good intentions. Hopefully, hopefully, someday, maybe, I will win that prize. No, there's this intentional run in such a way that you may obtain that prize, Christ in you, the hope of glory. And everyone who competes, everyone who competes for this prize is temperate. You see, there's an intentionality there. There's an intentionality that we need to have in our life to live a life that is temperate, that is focused, on what God wants 
for you. Therefore, I run this race not with uncertainty. It's not, well, maybe if I go down this path, maybe it'll lead to the right place. Or maybe I'll go down this path. You see, our life in Christ is not without, with uncertainty. There's a certainty. There's a certainty in our life. Some people wonder, am I ever going to make it in this life? But if you have Christ living in your heart today, there is a certainty. Because you know what? He has made it certain. It's not, it doesn't depend upon us. It depends upon Him and His power living through us. It's His Word. His Word promises that we are more than conquerors, that we can make it to the end. But we need to live an intentional life to receive what He has for us, to receive His power to live this life, to receive His Word and allow that Word to cultivate that temperateness in us. I love this. Now, they do it to obtain a perishable crown. That's an that's a example of this world. The world is running to and fro, trying to obtain so much. But you know what? What they're obtaining is perishable. They can't take it with them. Things, things, we can't take those with us, folks. But you know what we can take? We can take the, the, the Spirit of God in us. We can take our spiritual life with us. That's the only thing that we can take with us to heaven. It's imperishable. Our focus, our intentional life needs to be focused on that which is imperishable. Christ, His kingdom. I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. Lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. And the key here is this. Let our walk be our talk. Amen? Let our walk demonstrate what we speak, what we declare from our mouths. Let our walk be our talk. The world is looking, looking for believers to really live out their life before them. Not just chalk, not just a bunch of hot air, but does our lives demonstrate the power, the love, the imperishable seed of Christ. Hallelujah. Run with a purpose. Our second point is running without baggage. In Hebrews, Hebrews 12, verses 1 and 2. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight in the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author 
and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance. All of us have come into this, our Christian life, with baggage, with stuff. Does anyone have stuff? Did anyone bring stuff into this life? I certainly did. And God is asking us, we can't run this race. Just as in the physical, a runner is not going to carry extra weight on them. Amen? Because they're not going to win. The same thing in the spiritual. We cannot, we cannot win this race if we are carrying the baggage of sin, if we're carrying that baggage of our old nature, our old life. We need to let it go. We need to, 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 to take it off. To remove it. Amen? Because if we're running this race, you know, the world, they're running this race, but they're loaded down with sin and everything from this world. We want to leave them in the dust because we're pressing on. We're pressing on to a greater, a greater thing. So we need to let go. Let go of those things that would entangle us. There's so much. There's so much that the enemy would have us be entangled with. Distractions. Discouragement. That's his greatest entanglement, is to discourage us, to weigh us down with with that thought that, that we'll never make it, that we will never win Christ. But I'm here to tell you that let it go. Christ is asking you, let it go. Don't be entangled by those things. Don't be entangled by, those, by that, those thoughts that are not from him. They're only from the enemy to keep you from hitting the mark for your life. Being intentional means that we need to let go. We need to, to release those things to the Lord and ask him to take those. He died that we might be free, that we might live completely in him, for him, for his good pleasure. Mark 11, 30 says, take on his yoke and his burden, for they are light. His yoke is, is, is easy and his burdens are light. See, so often we take on the burdens of this world. And God's never asked us to take those on. He's asked us to let those go and take on his yoke and his burden because they are light and he wants us to run the race with his burdens and with his yoke on us. It says here that Christ Jesus is the author and the finisher of our faith. Isn't that an awesome thought? That he alone is the author and the finisher of our faith. You see, when we come to know the Lord, 
he begins to write, rewrite our story, our story that was a disaster, our story that was, that was wrought with a lot of bad, amen, a lot of heartache. He's rewriting our story. He's rewriting our stories today, our stories of significance. Every one of you here has a story of significance that God wants to write, that God wants this world to see. And this story, in his story, he wants you to sing. What are you going to sing about? What is a song that he has put in your heart to sing? For me, that song is is a song of praise, is a song of adoration to the one that saved me that delivered me, that gave me a hope and a future. What song is he given to you to sing? And what do you cry about? God is putting within us a burden. What are you, what, what are you burdened for to see happen in your life, in your family's life, in your communities, in this world? God is, is giving you that burden and he's giving you that, that, that godly sorrow, that crying out, that passion. And this one, what, are, what is your dream? What is your God-given dream? God has given us all a dream. A dream, something very significant, something very powerful. But we need to live this intentional life to allow these things to come forth, to sing as never before, to dream as never before. Amen. Amen. Living intentional will help us to endure this race that we are in. It is a race, it is not a quick race, it is a marathon. But God, living intentionally in the Lord, will help us to endure until the end. And third point is my favorite. Finishing well. You know, when I was in Bible school, my teachers used to tell us, the students, that They've known so many that have started so well but did not finish. That the end of their life was not good. And we used to wonder, what happened? In Bible school, these are Bible school students, started off well and something happened that derailed them from continuing that race, from continuing that fight And so this thought of finishing well. 2 Timothy 4, 7. Second Timothy 4, 7 says, I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. You know, This is easier said than done, amen? Amen. Easier said than done. There's a lot of stuff that we have to put up with. And, you know, many times, you know, I I speak with Christians and and they feel so overwhelmed 
by life. Life has a way of, of just really pummeling us. Is that, are you in that place today? That you feel that life has just really taken its toll on you? This world just seems to, to just be pounding and pounding and pounding on you. Well, I'm here to say to all of us that God says, don't give up. Never, never give up because he who's in us is greater than he that is in this world. Amen? Amen. That we have, so, we have the Lord Jesus Christ. We have his spirit that's empowering us. He wants to empower us to finish well. He promises us. The Bible says that we are more than what? Conquerors. We are more than conquerors in him. But we have to keep our focus. We have to be intentional in our life. One of the things that has helped me in my walk with the Lord is that God has been very faithful to provide good teachers, good mentors for me to be immersed in his word. And his word has been a strong, strong part of my life. His word, I live by his word. And his word has been a, has been a strength for my life. And I'm telling you today, brothers and sisters, this word is full of power. And you let this word go into your life. I promise that you will finish well. That your life will be significant. Your life will matter if you put His Word first in your life. Fighting and finishing means that we must be intentional about the things of God. Intentional about allowing God to remove those things that would distract us, that would take us off the path, that would cause us to become a shipwreck. Be intentional. Live intentional. You know, I think of the, the marathon. There's a lot of training that goes into that. Very specific, intentional training by each of those athletes because they know that it's a grueling, grueling race that only that they will only make it if they truly intentionally train in a proper way. They take very good care about what they eat before that race. Amen? The same thing in our life. We need to be careful what we are feeding upon. There's a lot of stuff out there, folks. We need to be feeding on what's truth, what is life, that will feed our spirits, not what the world what the world feeds us is junk food. And it's not going to get us to that place. It's not going to get us to win that race, to finish well. There's only one thing that will help us to finish well. By getting into the Word, meditating upon the Word, allowing this Word to bathe our spirits, to cleanse our spirits, to fortify our spirits, to give us that direction that we need.
Intentional living will energize you to live this life to its fullest for His glory, for His kingdom. You know, when I was preparing this, there's so many that de- there's so many that depends upon us to be to live these intentional lives, to run this race, to finish well. Our families, our friends, our communities. Can you imagine, when I look around this, this congregation today, that if every one of us, if every one of us would live this intentional life for the Lord and allow that, that, that intentional life of God to, to permeate every area of our being. And as we go forth, intentionally living for Christ with His power, with his word, with his passion. You know what, folks? Our communities will never be the same. Our state will never be the same. Our nation will never be the same. Even this world, folks, we can touch this world right from here. Intentional living. Intentional living is the only way that we will make it. So in conclusion, we don't want to get to the end of our life and say somehow we missed it. Amen? That, that we allowed something to take us off the course. That we allowed the enemy to defeat us. I want to share something from my mentor, John Maxwell. In 2012, he wrote in his journal this this entry, which goes right along with this thought of being intentional, living intentional for Christ. He said, nothing can end well unless it starts well and unless we live intentionally through that process. If we want to finish well, Folks, he wrote and says, I want to finish well. Therefore, I will be bigger on the inside than the outside. Character matters. I want to follow the golden rule. People matter. All people matter. I want to value humility over every other virtue. Perspective matters, folks. I want to travel on the high road of life. Our attitude matters. I, only, I want to teach only what I truly believe and live. Our passion matters. I want to make every day a masterpiece. Today matters. Today is a day of salvation. I want to love God with all of my heart, mind, soul, and strength. God matters. And finally, he said, I want to finish well. 
faithfulness matters. Faithfulness matters, folks. If we are going to ever finish this race, our faithfulness does matter. And the only way we can truly be faithful is that we live an intentional life with Christ's help. He promises to be with us. He promises to walk this path with us and to give us everything that we need. And if we fail, we will fail because we did not live this intentional life. Because we lived with good intentions. But as we read, good intentions are not enough. Intentional living is the only way that God has purpose for us to live and to make it with him to the end. To receive that crown of life and to hear God say to each one of you, each one of us, well done. Well done, good and faithful servant. So beautiful. Every one of you, I'm sure, wants to hear that. Your Lord say, well done, good and faithful servant. You ran a good race. You fought a good fight. Thank you for listening to the Grace Capital Church Podcast. If you'd like to know more about this podcast and the mission that we have in New England, or if this podcast has been a blessing to you and you would like to support this ministry financially, please visit us online at gccnh.com 